Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama. Hey, hey, wait, I thought Paul asked you to open the show. <sighs> Dang it. I guess old habits die hard. Sorry, guys. Let's try again. This is the Llama. And Mrs. Llama. From Yavin 4 and Storytime with the Llama, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Take it away, guys. I gotta get ready for story time and not mess anything else up. Anything else to say, Mrs. Llama? No, I think you covered it. Enjoy the show. One is a Grand Arena specialist from the UK. The other is a territory battle tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. Wait, th- that's my line, Neil. Sorry, sorry, I had to meter overflow. <sighs> CG, re- CG releases their overhaul to turn meter. Again? My last comment gave you turn meter reduction. I don't know what's going on here. We take our turns doing this. I just have higher speed. More like you are on speed. Sheesh, Neil. Galactic challenges are announced in a last minute state of the galaxy. It's about time we got one of those, and we will read all about the gal chals live for the first time with you our listeners can i just call them gcs whatever you want to do neil this past week we released our first standalone youtube video that's right we wanted to get to the bottom of allegations of a gac cheater getting unbanned what we found told quite a different story and so we want you all to hear a pared down version of the interview. But the full interview and our presentation of the facts is available on demand on our YouTube channel. Our initial guest couldn't make it this week. So we're going to catch you up on the world of Flair from Gaming Embers. And we talk about the latest in our series, GA Center. Coming up in the bridge, Patreon's choice, along with those fourth segment question, Twitch Redemptions. And breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod. Cast. Damn it, Neil! The Escape Pod. Cast. News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Andrea, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you today? Uh, I'm happy. I got uh, through TB. I was able to get my seven-star negotiator now. So therefore, I have both capital ships at seven-star, and I can finally be using Get2 for gear. Um, yes, well, I'm, I got some decent rewards, but I've already got like my five star malevolence. So I'm on that, you know, that long, long, long crawl towards five and six, sorry, towards six and seven stars now. So Neil, yeah. yeah. What's on your head? I, this, this wonderful, wonderful beanie that is on my head is hand knitted by my mother. Didn't you 
get your haircut? Yes, I did get my haircut. Yep. I, 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 if, if you tuned into the live stream earlier on, I did, uh, I did get my haircut on live, live stream earlier on today. Yes, earlier this afternoon. So, uh, yeah. Aren't you going to show people on the main show? People can, you know, well, I, I, I think, I think that we, I think that we need a hype train. I think if we get a hype train, because Run DMV's already gone absolutely bonkers with his, uh, with his bits earlier on. If we can, uh, if we can start a hype, if we can start a hype train, then yeah, I'll do a reveal. And I won't if force, we start and, a then, hype train. and then I won't force people to, uh, I won't force people to go and watch it on uh, the YouTube channel. Okay. So I saw that Dr. Feelgood did something and Run DMV has now donated a thousand bits. All somebody has to do is a hundred or a sub and the, you, you will unveil. Make it, make it, make it worth my while, you know, <laughs> take the hat to remove the beanie, make it worth my while. But anyway, let's go with the, let's there go you with go. The Savage, oh, Diva. Savage Diva. Okay. Savage Diva has started the hype train. So the hair reveal for those watching on YouTube and Twitch is now. I said now, Neil. Oh my God, it's Gridzy's dad. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure if you knew this, but Neil apparently is Gridden's father. At least that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> Do I make you horny, baby? Randy. Yeah, baby. <laughs> And now he's become, now he's become Austin Powers <laughs> and now Zoolander. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, what everybody was afraid that we were going to discuss for 30 minutes. Okay. okay. Let's, let's get into this. The, um, the turn meter and speed overflow changes. Yes. They added at the very bottom, Han is still going to shoot first. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Run DMV, for another 400 bits. Um, Han is still going to shoot first. Watt will go after that. Mm -hmm. Those are the forced ones. Yes. But now, in addition to... It's no longer a coin flip if they're at 100% no, no matter the, what. The overflow percentage is now going to be taken into consideration. Which... It should be. Um, and uh, it's great if you've got like a wizard brain regarding maths um, in PvP. Uh, but um, I still, not being able to see what the overflow is isn't going to give you any kind of tactical or strategic advantage unless you can actually see what the overflow is. I unless you've got a wizard brain. I think that would be a great idea for them to take the. Um them to take the uh, turn meter and add like a white bar or a, or another line to it um, i think they or, just need to i think they just need to add a number just I mean, like just like you've got just like you get a percentage on your battery they just need to add a percentage number so when it's 100 or 105 or 100 at least you know who's going so if you've got three people and they're all over 100 one's at 105 one's at 108 one's at 112 you know who is going to go next 
and you can act accordingly because you might want to use one of their mechanics that you know you might see you might have a character at 110 and a character at 105 and there might be one of your opponents might be at 108 so you might think oh if i reduce that guy's turn meter i know that this one's going to go next if you could see your turn meter in pve it's because i don't think anybody is that fast in a five minute pvp match just you, you wouldn't be it, it would be very very difficult to figure out what the uh you know what the the the, the turn meter is what the math is in such a short time How about but this? pve it would definitely be advantageous especially in things like um assault battles um territory battles it would be perfect okay. Uh, thank you, by the way, Dr. Jojo, for the 500 bits. We're 86% of the way through level two uh, of this hype train. Thank Thanks. you so much, guys. Cheers, Doc. Um, uh, but what about this? What about adding that number or adding a overlay toggle? You know how they smashed down? Yeah. yeah. You know, giving people the- an option. It'd be, yeah. It, giving, so you're thinking like the toggle, giving people the option to see it in a numerical form. That is correct. Yeah. I would love to see numeric. I'd love to see. I think, I think something. Yeah, I think something like that would be. I mean, now that they've done this update, something including something like that in the next QOL update would be great. To actually see the numbers would be really, really good. My God, you could get so tattooed. The thing is, you could train yourself to, you know, if you're using the same characters in the same team and using the same mechanics over and over and over again, at some point, you know, it just becomes, you know, muscle, you know, um, muscle memory. And, and you just instantly know, oh, okay, if I use that, I can see that they're at 105. They're going next. But if I use this mechanic, it's going to return the, reduce the turn meter to less than 100%. They're not going to go next. And Mike, so yeah, I think... I think knowing what the numerical value of the turn meter so that you know what the overflow is would be hugely advantageous. Uh, Thank you, Savage Diva, for the 100 bits. And then JJ Manners at the last second completes level two, starts a level three hype train uh, during during this opening segment. Thank you, guys. What's my my better side, Savage? This side or this side? (laughs) We now have four minutes and 30 seconds on the level three. My gosh. Thank you guys. (laughs) Um, All right. It's absolutely, it's going to be neat. We've gotten better. We've got better things to talk about right now, Mm -hmm. but I think that it would be excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing what quality of life improvements come in this uh, come in this update title updates usually come with excellent quality of life updates when they're the big ones like this may we maybe we're getting a tank sim that'd be nice well i mean a tank sim have been up there i i i i'm i'm speaking for a lot of people including you know content creators who stream gac when i say it needs to include fixes for whatever is causing the crash issues it, it's they've got to resolve that they have to resolve that issue that's why i was a little bit it, i was my, my the cockles of my heart were warmed when i saw this turn meter and speed overflow post because i'm thinking to myself yes this is good communication regarding an issue in the game that's something we didn't know about and and this is good it's good data it's good information and they presented it to us well but then i am instantly thought you know what 
they're doing this for something that yes it's important but it's not as important as the current issue on the table which is the crashes within the games across the different platforms so in this title update they've got to address that if they don't address it this galactic the the gcs it it's it's going to be an unmitigating disaster because if it's crashing all the time like uh gac crashes uh, all the time people are going to get very annoyed very crash. quickly okay it doesn't crash all the time it does crash all the time i've had one i've since- had i've had um multiple crashes every single time i've all right granted i'm doing four accounts but i have had at least two crashes every single time i've done my gac across four accounts so as far as i'm concerned it's crashing all the time okay fair enough if i was just doing one account um i haven't had crashes on my main account or two rounds two rounds in a row but the first two rounds of last week i had a crash um no not uh, not the last week the week before last i had a crash in every single round every single so for me the crashes are happening all the time if someone's just playing one account then yeah sure it might not crash for them every single time but when you're playing four accounts it's crashing on at least every uh, every single time uh, at least one if not two of those accounts so it is crashing all the time from my you know in my subjective opinion you're 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 seeing it because you're having more exposure yes uh but i've only had it happen once i had one time where i had a no button issue and i had one time where it where it actually froze and crashed Mm -hmm. and the one time for the button issue was on my iphone the um the crash itself uh with the game Mm -hmm. was on blue stacks yeah all right thank you by the way uh for 50 bits from run dmv and 40 bits from cascade we have one minute left to complete a level three hype train uh 500 bits 500 bits from b coots thank you very much buddy yep we're at 47 percent with 45 seconds to go for the time you hear this now let's go in to what people came for let's Mm -hmm. go into the state of the galaxy oh yeah state of the galaxy um hi hi hero table hollows are up hi hero hollow table what yep hero table hollows no (laughs) hollow table heroes i know (laughs) i know but ever since that one uh uh fake state of the galaxy that somebody did um and posted it on reddit it made me laugh so i always do that our upcoming title update will arrive next week by the way neil yeah i called it yeah yeah i know you did (laughs) uh galactic challenges are almost here today we'll share more details about galactic challenges hell yeah and the upcoming uh and the complete update notes will be posted with the release yeah uh that is true run dmvs screen cap train rewards uh we didn't get to level five we'll see what we can do um i may count what you did earlier in the thing we'll we'll see We'll see how uh, you're still, dude, dude, you're 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 still the king of the millennial fulcrum today, buddy. (laughs) That is true. Uh, Sorry, no, the the captain, you're the captain because it's a ship (laughs) behind the curtain. This update usually has uh, really has two parts, a whole new set of tools for us to create events more efficiently and galactic challenges. The first type of event built using the new tool set. This greatly expands our options to create even more events and game modes in the future. We'll be closely monitoring galactic challenges over the next few weeks, and we have already 
and already have plans to expand this feature after our initial exhibition period. Real Going Nerdy's decided to join the party. Thanks for the bits, buddy. 200 bits from Real Going Nerdy. Thank you. So what the hell are galactic challenges, it says. If you haven't had a chance to read the summary in the road ahead. No, we saw that road ahead. Yeah. It was short. <laughs> galactic challenge events keep the game fresh and engaging by offering interesting and unique encounters that feature always changing combinations of modifiers, locations, and feats along with multiple tiers of difficulty and associated rewards. Modifiers add a range of positive and negative status effects to the battle, meaning you'll have to mix up your strategies to succeed. Wow. It's an event based on a specific planet that loosely shapes what kind of encounters and challenges of factions you will find. On top of that, there's three types of modifiers fixing up the formula. Okay, I'm... I'm going to zoom in here. So I'm trying to see this. So the enemy squad in the, in the thing, it's talking about the death star and empire enemy squad is Thrawn, death trooper range shore and veers volatile engine energies. I, I can't, I can't read what that says on the first one. Um, that is the global player. I cannot see these. The enemy gets Imperial edge or something like that. Kind of hard to see it. In Imperial the... Edict is what you're, t- you're talking about. The screenshot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So location. And there's a ten. There's a, the timer on it says ten character. minutes and thirty eight. So it looks like these these are looks like there are going to be time restrictions on. Yeah. Um, conditions: complete battle with five Sith characters. Complete the battle without losing a unit. Um, I'm going just off the screen here. What are you trying to read? And I'll read it. And fi- it, it keeps changing. Complete a battle with an undersized squad. And then there's how many difficulties here that it's saying? I can't pause this little video that just keeps repeating itself. The, then just keep reading because it's probably there are got seven. The, it's probably there are got seven difficulties. All right. Yes. Yeah, Each got galactic challenge is based off specific plan. Yeah, loosely the- shapes what encounters and factions you'll find on top of that. Uh, they, they already said that. Um, that's weird. Didn't I just read that global modifiers will affect both your squad and your enemies player modifiers only affect your squad and enemy modifiers only impact the enemy squad. These modifiers can be anything from new activatable abilities to special debuffs or buffs. So essentially it sounds like they're assault battles, mini assault battles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it does sound like the, uh, the enemies are going to be fixed. It sounds like everything's going to be fixed, um, so that you can get to grips with each of the various different tiers and each of the various different difficulty levels so that you can, you know, upgrade and increase power on certain characters so that you can, you know, get used to it and, and get through them. Uh, unless somebody's a Kraken or an Uber Whale, uh, I don't think that they're going to be just blasting through this. All right. You'll receive rewards for completing each tier, but you can also earn rewards for completing individual feats for each tier. I like feats. The rewards list at the bottom shows all the rewards that are available and will be removed from the list once completed. So you missed a paragraph. I did. Yeah. You can see oh, in I this see the following examples of modifiers below. Go, go, go ahead. You, you read that one. Give okay. me a moment. to. So to you to... can see this in the following examples of the modifiers below. Dune Sandstorm is a global modifier, so it's constantly applying damage over time to everyone in battle. 
To counter this, you might want a team that cleanses your entire squad frequently or takes advantage of the large stacks of debuffs on the enemies. Grim Machinations is encouraging you to bring Sith, but there are no direct restrictions on using your best squad of non-Sith to try and beat as many tiers as possible. And then it shows Global Modifier, a Player Modifier, and an Enemy Modifier. All right, uh, so which will obviously be included in the game. Yeah, example of a global. At the end of every other turn, units are inflicted with DOT until the end of the battle, which can't be resisted. A player modifier uh, doesn't go through the whole thing, but whenever a Sith ally, this is an example of one, Grim Machinations. Whenever a Sith ally is defeated, all Sith allies gain 50% max health and offense stacking until the end of battle and gain 50% turn meter. Whenever a Sith ally defeats an enemy, they get Dark Ascension. And an enemy modifier is summon separatist allies. So that'd be the Brute, B2 battle, uh, rocket droid, and things like that. Uh, have an extra 25% max speed, health, protection, and increased damage. And all other separatist allies gain half of those bonuses. So that could get pretty nasty. Yeah. Like I said, it's going to take, it's, it's, it really, really is going to take time for, for people to get to grips with uh, exactly what is required. Um, and to be honest with you, this is, this is the, uh, the, 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 um, <laughs> the, uh, the GCs is going to be a theory crafters wet dream. I, this is, go- this, this event is going to be a theory crafters wet dream. I am exi- I am excited for this. Oh, Ian, um, Ian is going to love this. Oh. <laughs> so, receiving rewards for completing each tier, gain rewards for completing feats on each tier. The rewards list at the bottom. Uh, I already mentioned that. Since I since I haven't completed this tier, the green highlight. Oh, he's explaining in the bottom, the picture. Um, the green highlight in the rewards list indicates there are rewards for beating this mission for the. F- first time and the purple shows which rewards are tied to feats you can also tap the arrows to get more information on the feats which rewards you'll earn for completing them or modifiers you will want to review each feat in tiers which feat in tiers give which rewards as they may change from event to event um Damn Wessel shards yeah. in this example Complete the battle using a bounty hunter what was that I'm, I, I'm gonna have to try to catch it again here um yeah don't try catching it just tell people to go to the forum and, and watch the video yeah Unless watch, watch, watch those videos somewhere. but they're interesting you yeah. know i'm reading this for the first time and i'm getting very very intrigued that's mm. the thing neil okay I'll, I'll i'll take it from exhibition season onwards sure so exhibition season there are a whole host of aspects we will be gathering your feedback on when we launch the trial run of galactic challenges next week does seven days feel too long is two days not enough time to complete these types of events does this event create a compelling puzzle for your roster there are a few elements we already know we want to expand and the event tool was designed with this flexibility in mind We are initially starting with a limited number of feats, modifiers, and locations to ensure a clean release of the feature, but we are planning to expand these areas in the future. The first schedule has a few different durations to see what feels the most enjoyable. There are six events for our initial run, starting off two times seven day events, then two times three day events, and finally two times two day events. The schedule is structured as planet, enemy, player modifier. 
So we've got Tatooine, Separatist and Sith, uh, 08 12 to 08 18. Death Star. Okay, so that is uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. That's seven, seven days. Yeah, two, two seven days, two three days, and two two days. So the next one is obviously another seven day Death Star, which is going to be Empire Bounty Hunters. Then Malachor, which is a uh, um, the three day Old Republic Rebel. Uh, and then <laughs> That's we've got. Four day. Six, seven, eight. Oh, no, you're right. Three days. Three. Yeah. That, that above it said it's two seven day ones, two three day ones, and two two day ones. Okay. So uh, Malakor. Oh, just to read that. So Takodana, uh, which is going to be First Order Empire, and that's another three dayer. And then Jakku, which is going to be Resistance and Old Republic. That's one of the two day ones on O nine O one and O nine O two. And Camino, which is Galactic Republic versus Separatist which is going to be 0903 and 0904. Something will- I noticed here, Neil. There's no Jawas. Yeah, there's no Jawas. But if you notice your player modifier, it does not include resistance or first order. We don't know because we've only seen one example for one world. So we well, don't no, know no, yet. no. It's saying the player, the planet enemy player modifier. So we know that separatists, um, you battle separatists with Sith. You use bounty hunters to combat Empire. You use rebels for Old Republic, Empire for First Order, Old Republic for the Resistance, and separatists for the Galactic Republic. There's no, there's, you don't use anything that has a galactic legend. So you're not going to just be able to breeze through it if you own one of those. Yeah, there is. Akadana. And Chakadana, the enemy is first order. You're fighting the first order with Empire. Yeah. So you will not be able to technically use your trump card of a galactic legend if you have one. They're not including no. So player mortif. Yeah. Enemy player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no GLs. So you go ahead and read this last paragraph, and then yeah. I want to take that last uh, last question. Yeah, uh, we will also be closely monitoring your feedback on the rewards for feats and completing tiers. These rewards are subject to change, subject to change, and we may vary the types of rewards or provide a special currency in the future. Special. Uh, how do you access galactic challenges? So, special currency. They're going to add a new currency. They may, it says they might. It's subject to yeah. change, remember? Yeah. So, speaking of subject to change, read this and then throw it to me on this. Yeah. Galactic challenges will appear in the events tab once you reach level 60. We mentioned in the road ahead that we were considering tying access to the event to daily activities, but we decided against this, and there are currently no entry requirements besides reaching account level 60. Thanks for reading. Thank you. God. Yeah. Thanks for reading, and we hope you are as excited as we are for Galactic Challenges. Yeah, no, glad, you know, my, 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 my thought, my fear was that they were going to make it so that you had to complete all of your dailies in order for it to be activated, but it's just, you just need to be level 60, which is perfect. Yeah. That's good. That's all they, good. They, you know, I still maintain that they should have tied it to getting your 600. Yeah, well, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, somebody joining this at level sixty is not is. It's not likely that they're going to be able to um, 
not likely that they're going to be able to hit the seventh tier of difficulty straight oh, away. No. It's going to be the and, tier, tier, and, tier seven is going to be end game. Wait, and remember, remember, Neil, not everything that comes to this game is made for everyone. No. And that's something that a lot of people miss. Yeah, well, I, I have, um, <laughs> I have Jawas. So that whole Sif thing, what? It, it, when you turn, it, it's hard to hear you. Oh, that's because I moved my microphone back. Yeah, no, the, uh, when the, uh, that first one kicks in, uh, I do have a new teeny bomb. So uh, if uh, if Jar if uh, if the um, if one of the enemies on one of the levels on one of the tiers is Geos, I'm going to see if I can hit it with a new teeny bomb, <laughs> which should be well, useful. It sh- it should it should. Now, um, thank you, Run DMV, for the 500 bits. Uh, Bodhi uh, highlighted uh, highlighted us saying Grim Machinations is encouraging you to bring Sith, but there's no direct restrictions on using your best squad of non Sith. Uh, to try to beat as many tiers as possible. So you can use any team, including GLs. Yes. What I'm, what I was pointing out is that they didn't cater to first order. They didn't cater to um, resistance for feats. So technically you just, the point is you can't use that, you know, be like, okay, I'm going to go into the tier seven and just push the button. (laughs) Ha ha. I win. So, Okay. All right. Well, that's well, a bit we of time, but we got through it. We we got through it. Um, thanks for reading, and we hope you're as excited as we are for Galactic Challenges. Your verdict, Neil? Um, the proof will be in the pudding. I'm just optimistically uh, giddy. Yeah, we will see what happens. Um, I, I will reserve judgment until uh, until after the uh, until after the update. Well. The update uh, will apparently uh, drop on Tuesday, and we'll get to play with it on uh, on the twelfth. Thank yep. you, Doctor Jojo, for giving for giving the host a, uh, a, a, <laughs> a tier one sub. Yes, thank you, thank you ever so much. <laughs> Doctor's in the house. Oh, that's almost as good as what I see uh, people um, uh, gift the escape pod bot a uh, a sub. That's always fun. Um, yeah, the coming up here in just a moment, Neil and I, well, let me, let me explain it from the beginning. Did, did you not include, include at the start of the excerpt that what you're about to say now? I I think so, but I just want to explain what we did, um, on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday, yesterday, or was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. On Wednesday, I heard I saw a video uh by a prominent content creator and I wanted to investigate why this person got unbanned. I wanted to talk to them and say, "Why did you, why do you think that you got the the special treatment that everybody's claiming you did?" You know, is it because you spend millions of dollars in this game or whatnot? And we uncovered a very, very different story than what was presented. We're going to give to you an edited version of a 
uh, of the interview we did with the person. Um, but I encourage you, as we say in the uh, in the bits, to check out the entire story on our YouTube channel. With that being said, we're going to go to commercial, come back with this recorded uh, bit. And after that, um, we will talk to Flair of Gaming Embers and the co-host of GA Center right after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127, that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? So Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you can unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Have you been interested in getting items 3D printed but haven't wanted to buy one of those expensive printers? Are you looking for a literally one-of-a-kind tech gift gadget? Evil Genius 3D Printing and Gadgets is your one-stop shop for both of those items. Nerd-owned and Escape Pod approved, put Lenny the Evil Genius to work for you. If you can dream it, he could possibly make it. Contact Lenny at evilgenius3dprinting at gmail.com for more information that's evil genius 3d printing at gmail.com get something unique in your hands 
Hey, I'm Andy Beads. Hey, I'm Danish Bobo. Hey, I'm Ando. Hey, I'm Jake. I'm Bringer of Death. Jake Johnson TX. I'm Randy 2307. Spartan Easy here. I am Mr. Jacob Archie. Star Wars Galaxy of the Yeti. I'm Player with Gaming Embers. I'm Lazy Turtle. I'm Mudbub. I mean, come on. <laughs> you already know me. I'm the bloody co-host. And we are part of the Gak Chain Gang. We are a group of streamers who stream our Grand Arena on Twitch and continue the chain into the next streamer. We have all types of accounts for you to enjoy from the big wells to the small accounts. But we're all here to provide entertainment and have a good time. The Grand Arena Chain Gang is proud to be part of the Escape Pod Castaways Content Creator Network. Stop by and see them, won't you? The Escape Pod Cast. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you were not aware, on the 6th of August, we released a video where we spoke to an accused cheater. Is that the right word, Neil? Um, yeah, we spoke to somebody who was uh, uh, accused of cheating in AC. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to bring that to the normal Friday show. But if you want to hear the full interview of It Wasn't Me, who was accused of being unbanned through CG's mistake. Is that the right word, Neil? Um, he, he, he was accused of cheating because he was banned. But we determined that he was incorrectly banned. Um, the ban was lifted and, uh, you know, he was compensated for the false ban. But that didn't stop people from suggesting that he was legitimately banned and that he shouldn't have been unbanned. Yeah. But so we wanted to bring this, which we worked on this past week, to the main show to possibly encourage you to take a look at the interview that is on our YouTube channel. This was a YouTube exclusive and we would, uh, we want to bring this to you within a time frame, And then after that, we'll bring you an incoming transmission as normal, but you know, coming up here in just a moment, you'll see the interview we did on Wednesday night that was that we released on Thursday with it wasn't me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the interview portion of TDPC Fact Check. Or you might actually be seeing this in our second segment of the actual Friday show. Um, I have with us on on audio chat. Say hello. It wasn't me. Hello. <laughs> I have. It wasn't me who um, was the targets um the anonymous target of two videos in the past two weeks from other content creators that we wanted to fact check because of the severity of these claims that they were they were allowed to come back possibly because of spending or or because of you know because of some other inner workings at CG, I wanted to reach out to get the very, very word from the horse's mouth the best that I could. And I uncovered something that that Neil and I thought we needed to bring to light. 
No, well, um, okay. So, what, what, all I all all I want to do at the beginning is uh, I, I kind of want to add a bit of a human touch to it. I, I want people to know who you are. So, I, I just want you to say, you know, how long you've been playing the game when you started. You know, how long have you been playing for? Like we would do in a normal interview. I want people to know that you're an actual person. You're a member of the SWGOH community. You've been playing this game. You're a fan of the game. You're probably a Star Wars nerd and geek, just like Paul and I are. I want people to know who you are, um, and then we can move forward from the timeline um, going back to, uh, obviously, in 2000, I think, was it 2019 or 2018, when you, uh, you know, when you self-admittedly broke the terms of service and you did something bad. Um, uh, we're, we're not here to rehash that, but I think it would um, definitely help people to know you a little bit better before we move on to the uh, uh, the more egregious allegations that have been laid at your feet. So um, uh, why don't you start us off with uh, when did you take up the game? How long have you been playing, mate? Okay, um, I'm not a day one player. I think I started about a year and a half after the game started. Um, and I really enjoyed the game. Uh, you know, I started out one of those starter guilds and we couldn't even beat Rancor. And then I just outgrew my guild because I was spending a little bit more than the rest of my guild. And uh, I, I don't know, I've, I've spent enough money on this game that I care about it a lot. You know what I mean? And I love Star Wars. You know, I love everything, everything about this game. Um, and I'm just I'm just like everyone else in the community. So when when you did spend, would you say Kraken level? Would you say whale? Would you say you know you minnowed here and there? What you know? Uh, I'd probably say a, maybe a hundred bucks a week. Wow. You know, for for four years, I think I've been playing. So I don't know what whale level that puts me at, but. That's a pretty big whale. <laughs> yeah, hundred hundred bucks a week at that level, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Especially during the you know those early stages where obviously the game was much much cheaper. Um, uh, right at the start, there was a lot less uh, power creep. So uh, yeah, when I started playing, it was never cheap. <laughs> Tell us about, tell us your story about what happened um, this first, you know, when did you, uh, um, when did you uh, have the conversation with your old guildmate regarding the, uh, uh, the crystals terms of um, service infraction, you know, what happened when you got to TI, uh, the 30 day ban, the punishment immediately after the 30 day ban, uh, when, when, what was the time period that that occurred? Okay. Uh, I was in my fleet shard on Discord, and a guy noticed that I always had the new ships and the new characters and whatnot. And uh, he reached out to me and he said, hey, I know you spend money on this game. He said, I can give you uh, discounted crystals. So you're only paying like 50 and $60 per vault rather than paying full price. And I knew it sounded too good, but I said, you know, I'm spending anyway. Why not? Hmm. So... I did this for like two months and then CG came out with a mass ban on people with cheap crystals. So I stopped immediately because I didn't want to get banned. Uh, about three months later, I joined TI and I was 
I was in that jail for probably, I don't know, a month and a half. And an officer in TI uh, approached me on Slack. That's what they use instead of Discord. And uh, he asked me, he said there was rumors that I purchased cheap crystals and that since TI was the face of the community, that that wasn't allowed. So I told him the truth. I said, yes, I did do this. And once I heard that you're not allowed to do it, I quit immediately. Well, they said that's understandable, but they had to let me go out of TI. So the next was day, TI just one guild at this point, or were they an alliance? They they had the three guilds. Everyone they had red, black, and blue, I believe. And uh, at the next day, my account was banned for 28 days after I admitted to the officer in TI that I did buy cheap crystals. So um, I, I contacted Lucifer's daddy uh, and asked him, hey, you know, uh, how do I get my account back, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said that uh, after the 28 days, they would take some things away from my account to compensate for the cheap crystals that I purchased. So I had uh, G12 plus Django, G12 plus Aura, uh, G12 plus Nest, and I think just a G12 Kira. They all had Zetas. Uh, they took all four of those characters from me, put them back down to level zero, took the mods off of them. And I asked Lucifer's daddy uh, why they did this, and they said that was to compensate for the cheap crystals I bought. So you, you did something wrong. You admitted to it. You were reported. Obviously, somebody in TI then, uh, you know, then, then reported you for that infraction. So you'd done something wrong. Uh, you admitted to it. TI reported you. You got a 28-day ban. And once your ban was over, you had, uh, for, for all intents and purposes, the characters that you'd spent those ill-gotten crystals on were reversed. So, you know, you'd taken uh, X amount of characters to Gear 12 Plus and 7 Stars with those crystals that you got cheap and CG basically went, okay, we're reversing that. So all the crystals that you spent in that time period got reversed. And um, were you put on probation by CG um, after that ban occurred? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, they just gave me my account back after the 28 days. And they, I, I, once I got my account back, I really didn't contact them anymore. This is without question. So this is something that we 100% absolutely know about. And, you you know, you did the crime. You've served the time. So you should be able to move on, um, you know, within the community. You've, you've you know, paid your penance for, for all intents and purposes. And, uh, you know, you're a good boy again. So um, then obviously something, uh, what, what, the, what came along next was... Um, Almost to the, to, you know, almost a, you know, a year, um, the JKL event came out and you got Jedi Knight Luke, but, um, uh, um, something, uh, something else occurred at that point, didn't it? Yeah. Um, it was suspected that, uh, it was my account in a featured, uh, prominent content creator, uh, that they used my account to unlock Luke. And uh, the community response, I don't know if that our content creator has a, a whole bunch of haters or whatnot, but um, it seems like during this video, they were saying 
whose account it was and that I'm a cheater and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and that's where I believe people did a, like a mass report on me. Uh, you know, they, they, they wanted me out of the game or whatnot. Uh, and they just, they weren't sure how to do it per se. And then in a grand arena championship, uh, log battle or whatever i was accused of cheating yeah and it was a supposedly um supposedly a battle a ship battle of all things and and the thing is is when i opened up the game one day and it said your account is banned for repeat offenses so and that was this was like a week after that uh content creators stream so when i when I reached out to CG, I was wondering why they banned me. I was for sure that it was because of this incident for the, for my account being allegedly used by that content creator. But when, uh, Leviathan messaged me back, he said that my account used a mod or a hack to benefit my account. And I thought to myself, I had like, there's no way, you know, I've never cheated on this game. I don't know how to cheat. Um, I only play on uh, iPad and iPhone, which I thought those were unhackable, um, <laughs> you know, in, in uh, Bulldog's video, he says an APK hack. I don't, I, I play on iPhone and, and iPad. I don't have a computer. I don't do blue stacks. I don't do none of that. So I was, I was curious of how they thought I cheated. And then uh, Leviathan uh, messaged me back and he said on 624 uh, that my account used the mod or hack to win grand arena battles. I'm looking at them right now as well. And I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm looking, I'm looking at this round one and I, I don't see where the issue is um now your battle log for the 24th looks like everybody else's this there's nothing untoward about it um now you said that there were people within the community that said no it was the championship round um and again i question that because you lost it so uh, it was a tie and i lost a gp so i you know and it's like why cheat for an extra zeta i really don't get it you know what i mean it was a tie i'm looking at it right now <laughs> So that that brings me to um, the um, the stream, the the, JK, the, the, uh, the the JKL stream, where you said that people were putting in the chat in the stream that you were a uh, cheater. Um, now, here's the thing: how public was um, the uh, how public did the infraction from 2019 go? Uh, the one where you were asked to leave TI because of the the, the, the crystal terms of service infraction because um, it, yes, it was a breach of the terms of service and yes, getting cheaper crystals is going to give you a very, very um, uh, a slight advantage. It's, well, it's going to give you a big advantage over free to play um, and it's going to give you a, a slight advantage over other whales um, um, but how prevalent within the community was the knowledge of that terms of service breach from 2019? Because if people are writing in chat that you are a cheater regarding um, your account, that's the one and only time where you've actually cheated, sorry, where you've breached the terms of service, admitted to it, got caught and been punished. Correct. I, I don't think, 
I, you know, for all I know, I don't think it was out there that much. You know, I think the big guilds knew and, and that's all I thought that knew. But then, uh, Bulldog did a video, uh, the day after, uh, whoever the content creator streamed that event. And, um, he, he showed my account's name and said I was previously banned and blah, 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 blah. So I think that's where it really, uh, picked up a little noise. So we're back to normal and you think everything's fine and you do the, 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 the JKL stream occurs and then you're accused of uh, APK hacking. Now, um, upon discovering that you, I mean, you were, you know, upon discovering that you were being accused of um, APK, of cheating within GAC and we all know that it's very, you know, CG were very public. Um, CG were very, very public in uh, what they were going to do to people who were um, found cheating within GAC. They were threatening permanently. It it's the only terms of service, it's the only area of the game where cheating will get you a permanent ban. I mean, it's different types of bans for different types of terms of service infractions, but they made it very public that a permanent ban would occur on any account cheating in the Grand Arena Championship. Um, and here you are being accused of cheating within a, uh, a Grand Arena, uh, within the Grand Arena Championship on the 24th. Give us the timeline from being um, banned and the communication between yourself and Lucifer's daddy and Leviathan regarding um, the allegation made by um, uh, uh, other members of the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes community. Um, they didn't even email me to tell me my account was banned. I just opened up the device and it said I was banned for repeat offenses. So I wrote Lucifer's daddy because I had contacted him before on my previous ban. And I said, Lucifer's daddy, what's up? Why am I banned? And he said, I'm going to transfer it over to Levi. So they transferred it to Levi. I asked him, why am I banned? You know, what's going on? And he came back with the, I used the mod or hack or whatever the hell they said uh, to cheat. I emailed Leviathan every day, every day. After about two weeks time, he quit emailing me back. So I waited another, I don't know, three days. And I sent Lucifer's daddy a message. And I said, hey, Lucifer's daddy. I said, who's in charge of looking over these accounts and he said that he didn't do the day-to-day -day accounts anymore uh the account checks that he would when he got some free time he would take a look and and you know uh find if my claim was true or whatnot so three days later i opened up the game and i had my account back uh Lucifer's daddy said he audited the account and that they are going to monitor my situation or something like that. Um, so I don't know if that means probation or whatever it is, but sounds, and this is just conjecture, but it definitely sounds like probation to, to me, you Neil. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like probate. I mean, they were, it, it's, it's likely that your account is probably going to be one of the accounts that is, and, and this isn't, you know, I'm, I'm not, saying this for any bad reasons but because you breached the terms of conditions before and because you've been caught and punished it's it's kind of like you know somebody that's committed a crime has gone to jail and is out you know that you're, you're going to be a person of interest they're going to kind of watch you to make sure that you don't do it again so your account is more than likely to have been getting um monitored 
rather than someone that's never breached the terms of service. They'll probably have a list, you know, somewhere of accounts of people who have cheated, sorry, uh, who have broken the terms of service before. And it's like, okay, th these are people we're going to be watching because if they do it again, you know, two strikes gone. I opened the game. Um, they gave me 2000 crystals and it said, sorry for any inconvenience. And that's a joke in itself. You know, you miss arenas for three weeks, but it is what it is. You know, I got my account back um, after what they did to me. You know, it's free to play from here on out. I'm not going to be a big spender anymore um, because it, it doesn't pay to spend. You know, they can just take your account for no good reason. How are you being? I'm just curious. How, how are people treating you um, regarding? I mean, are you, you still you've still got you've still got you're still in a guild. Um, yep. but, uh, and are you still, are you still in, um, dominant in various different, uh, discord servers, um, or, or are you still, still being welcomed or are, are people simply taking, um, at face value, the, um, the false, the falsehoods and the, uh, the false allegations being made against you? Um, I'm not a big discord guy. Like, you know, I have eight servers on my discord. Um, so what people think and say about me doesn't really bother me all that much. Uh, my guild knows that I, I didn't cheat. Um, you know, I was upfront with them with what happened with the whole situation. And, you know, they kind of helped me, help me walk through some emails, you know, uh, put, put, uh, I don't know, good words in my emails because, you know, I'm not the best with words per se, but, uh, everything's good in my guild right now. And, that's about it. You are, without a doubt, one of the first cases where someone has been very publicly falsely accused of something. Um, and uh, I, I think that um, uh, maybe an apology or some form of uh, restitution directly to well, you. Um, is, here's the question, though. Do you, do you even want that? Uh no, it doesn't really bother me, to be honest with you. I just want to be left alone and let me play my game that I enjoy. Power, that's powerful right there. All right, and thank you very much for, uh, for allowing us to share that interview with you. Um, it, you know, once again, you can find the full interview on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash The Escape Podcast. And we'd love for you guys to check out the full interview if that little teaser happened to intrigue you. Isn't that right, Neil? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, guys, stick around for the incoming transmission right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hey there, Escape Podawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net. Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? 
Maybe you prefer story time with the llama, or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from Down Under, like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast's Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. The Escape Pod Cast for Kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Podawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Now, this week on our Galactic Republic Faction mini series, we are covering the Galactic Republic Jedi. Now, if you remember last week when we covered 501st, we actually talked about three Galactic Republic Jedi, Ahsoka Tano, General Skywalker, and Shakti. This week, I'll be going through the 15 remaining Jedi characters in the Galactic Republic faction. First up is Grandmaster Yoda. You can get Grandmaster Yoda through his legendary event, Grandmaster's Trading, with five seven-star Jedi. General Kenobi is available from the Heroic Tank Takedown Raid as a reward. Jedi Knight Anakin is available on Light Side Hard Node 5C and Cantina Node 5G. Mace Windu is available in the Squad Arena Store, Light Side Hard Node 2E, and Cantina Node 4A. Plo Koon is available on Cantina Node 4G. Qui-Gon Jinn in the Cantina Store. Jedi Consular on Light Side Hard Node 1B, Dark Side Hard Nodes 1D and 3C, and on Cantina Node 3A. Jedi Knight Guardian is available on Dark Side Hard Node 3F and in the Cantina Store. Luminara Unduli is available on Dark Side Hard Node 2E, Light Side Hard Node 3D, and in the Galactic War Store. EF Koth is available in the Squad Arena Store. Barris Offie is available on Dark Side Hard Node 5C and Cantina Node 6A. Imagun D is available on Dark Side Hard Node 5A, Light Side Hard Node 7C, and Cantina Node 7E. Ayla Sakura is available on Cantina Node 5B, Kit Fisto is in the Guild Store, and on Cantina Node 4F. Last, but certainly not least, is Kiati Mundi. Now, you can get Kiati Mundi shards in the Phase 3 special mission of Geonosis Republic Offensive. Now, in order to complete this special mission, you'll need Relic 7 Shock T clones. 
Now, similarly to the bounty hunters, a lot of these characters have leadership abilities. The only ones that actually don't are Kiara Mundi, Jedi Knight Guardian, and Jedi Consular. Most of them are actually going to be used as villain characters with other leaders like Jedi Knight Revan, Mistilla Shan, and Padme Amidala, so I'm not really going to go through any leadership abilities. What I am going to do, however, is take you through the most useful characters that you can farm, especially in the early game, of these Jedi. First up is General Kenobi. Now, General Kenobi is an excellent plug-and-play tank. He calls allies to assist and spreads counter buffs. He really is a great all-around player. So as soon as you can, as you're starting out in this game, I would suggest trying to get yourself into a guild that is doing heroic tank. There are a lot of guilds out there that are made especially for new players with more advanced players in them to help the younger players get these heroic raid rewards like General Kenobi, Han Solo, and Darth Treya. Jedi Knight Anakin is really, really good in early game arena, especially in an all-Jedi team. And that really is the team I suggest new players start out with, especially with where the game is headed. A Jedi team, when you first start out with arena, is really going to give you the most success and get you the most bang for your buck. And Jedi Knight Anakin is a big part of that. He does really, really awesome damage and spreads buffs with his special attack, Overpowering Assault. Now, Mace Windu, he does have a capital ship. It's called Endurance. It's not the best capital ship, but hashtag make Mace great again. Hopefully, if enough of us farm him, CG will give him a rework. Probably not, but we can hope, can't we? Next up is Plo Koon. Now, I'm specifically putting him on this list because of his Jedi Starfighter. He's a great addition to a Negotiator Galactic Republic fleet, and it's really best used as a reinforcement because when he comes in, he's going to dispel buffs and grant health and protection. Next up is Qui-Gon Jinn. Now, this is more of a late game suggestion. Qui-Gon is actually a surprisingly useful leader, especially when he's used as a cleanup team in late game Grand Arena. His leadership ability grants a lot of speed to Jedi allies, and it can be useful when you're trying to knock out those last couple of characters or that last squad to get the full clear. Now, Barriss Offee is also an excellent Jedi. She dispels debuffs, and with every single one of her ability, she heals all Jedi allies in some sort of fashion. Luminara Unduli is an excellent healer and attacker for early game. If you put her in your arena squad, you will definitely not be dissatisfied. And of course, I could not forget Grandmaster Yoda. He is an excellent plug-and-play attacker. He does a ton of damage, and he'll throw his buffs to Jedi allies on his team with one of his special abilities. He's just an all-around great character to have. Now, let's talk about some teams to use all of these Jedi in. One of the most obvious is a Jedi Knight Revan or a Bastilla Shan-led Jedi team. Now, you'll be using Bastilla Shan more in the beginning until you get Jedi Knight Revan unlocked, but once you have him unlocked, you really want to use him as your leader, especially if you're trying to use him in Arena. So, some of the Jedi that you can put in there, when you're using Bastilla, your options kind of open up a little bit. You're going to want to use GMY when you have 
have him. You're going to want to use General Kenobi, Anakin, you can use Barris, Luminara, but when you get into a Jedi Knight Revan team, there's a pretty set standard team, and that's going to be General Kenobi, it's going to be Grandmaster Yoda, Basila Shan, and Jolie Bindo. Those are going to be the five characters that you're definitely going to want to use with Jedi Knight Revan, but like I said, with Bastilla, you have a little bit more flexibility to play around. You can also use General Kenobi and Anakin in a Padme Galactic Republic team. That's a really, really great team. You can also throw Yoda in there. He's also really excellent in that team. And let's talk a little bit about this Qui-Gon Jinn team. Now, the, one of the biggest reasons why I say it's a late game team, because once you get to the late game, you have a little bit of flexibility to start farming some of the other characters that, that newer players really can't afford to focus on. So someone like Barris, someone like Luminara, who you're really only going to take so far and then swap them out for stronger characters as you progress, you can use the Qui-Gon Jinn leadership ability to help use those characters and give you a reason to farm them. Now, you heard me mention her a couple of times in this episode, and that is, of course, Padme Amidala. Who can forget this epic Galactic Republic character? Now, I'll be covering her next week when I cover the remaining characters in the Galactic Republic faction. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the Llama and the Escape Pod cast for kids. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127, that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Hey guys, I'm Biscuit Weasel, and I host Biscuits and Star Wars on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash biscuitweasel. That's weasel with a Z. There we do a great series called GAC Hospital. I spend an entire week with one player for one-on-one -on -one GAC coaching. We triage your roster, talk mod and team recommendations, and defense and attack strategies. If you want to apply, I invite you to tag me on the Escape Pod cast server so we can connect. Remember, that's twitch.tv slash Biscuit Weasel with a Z. Receiving incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, everybody. This week's incoming transmission guest needs no introduction. Hello, co-host. Hi, co-host. 
Hey co host. Hey co host. Hi co streamer. Hi co streamer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he hails from the Twitch channel known as Gaming Embers. He is a very, very good friend of our uh, of our channel, of our network. Uh, he is one of the two people in charge of the chain gang. He is one of the two co-hosts of GA Center right here on this very channel slash network. Um, but most of all, he's also a good person and friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you if you've never seen this face before his name is flair hello co-streamer hi co-streamer hey co-streamer <laughs> so um flair we wanted to have you on but uh for for those that don't know you run two accounts don't you run two accounts is the the technical term yes Actively play two accounts is starting to become a uh, a very hard stretch. <laughs> you're just like, you're just you're just bitter because you can't get into the top twenty of your fleet arena. Have you seen what I do on a weekly basis now, Neil? Yeah, same thing I do, but I do four accounts. You don't see me whining about oh two counts. It's so hard. Four. Try four accounts. I feel like what he does on a weekly basis and what I do on a weekly basis is two very different things. Who hires these people? <laughs> what? Uh, so what, what are you running into? Well, tell us about your main account and tell us about that account or, or which one is the one that's falling to the wayside? Honestly, the alt account has been falling to the wayside. Uh, the okay. main account I've been, I've been playing a little bit more as of late. Um, just the, the changes in life um and and just kind of some other focuses i've been playing some other games and so those have been kind of uh up at the front of my attention um but um but kind of life and other stuff has kind of started making like oh how much time do i actually put into swaga and how much time do i put into the main or the alt account um that's really changed how all that stuff is i'm giving a little more time to the main because the the guild is trying to be a lot more active and we're doing some changes within that um and i'm kind of within the our council chat or whatever. Um, so it's just like, well, if I'm in this chat and I'm actually participating in that, I should probably put some more time into the game, shouldn't I? That is true. Very much so. <laughs> that is also true. Oh, man. So tell tell us about the account though you know what what's your what's your gp what what are you what are you doing in your on your main account the one that that counts or the thing that we're going to be talking about in <laughs> the, one, the one that count the one that counts for the show uh that yeah. one is uh so the main accounts is uh now over two mil i finally made the jump to div five which i feel so happy because otherwise i was i was always like Oh, is this going to add too much? Uh, no, mm, let, let's not do that. I don't want to upgrade that character today. Eh, no, um, now it's just like, oh, I have I have some I have some wiggle room now. So, oh, hey, let's upgrade a character. Um, Mon Mothma and Chupio came out and I was just like, screw it. I'm going to take them to 85 and gear them up and uh, max out their abilities besides the Zetas. And oh, it felt so nice to be able to do that. I could not do that for a good solid month. And I was like, yeah, this sucks. Um, but that one is at uh, two, a little over two mil. I want to say almost 2.1. 
Um, still doing my usual. Um, Padme is my main team. I've been working on some other characters and tunes. Um, I don't know why I call them differently, but whatever. Anyways. Um, because some are characters and some are tunes. Yeah, very much true. Um, been doing the grind on um, JTR because I'm much closer to JTR right now in my account than I ever will be to Darth Revan. And I was like, I would rather have a bounty hunter and first order counter and be able to save the teams that I normally use for that for other scarier things. So we talked about that several months ago. Yep. JT- yep JTR been, uh, is this is the way. For my account, in my situation, it's the way. I have. I think spoken. for for other people, maybe a little bit different. Um, but my RNG on getting Jahani and uh, Karth were just trash. Uh, let, let's put it this way: I farmed Juhani for a week straight, and the increase in the number of shards I had for her was uh, zero. Like five days straight, not a single shard. I was like, okay, this is not happening. Nope, done. Done right now. Not an easy farm. She she <laughs> is she is a slog. She her and Bastilla are both both hard hard slogs. Um, the problem, the, the funny thing is, is that I'm having on the alt account that I, when I do play it and I do run the the Sims and everything for it, I'm getting shards for all the characters that I'm not getting on the main account. <laughs> I'm like, okay, screw you, game. You're clearly favoriting this account right now. You want me to start spending some money, don't you? I'm not. It's a free to play account. Well, it, it, it goes it goes backwards and forwards. I mean, the 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 the, the accounts that I've got, um, I don't remember. What, I don't remember which way around I got one of them first because obviously you've got the houndstooth Django Fett shard, but mm-hmm. I clearly one hundred percent remember um, on three of those accounts that in two circumstances I got Django before I got the houndstooth. And on the third account, I got the Hound's Tooth before I got Django by like 60 shards. So sometimes the drop rate is low and sometimes the drop rate is high. It's Mm -hmm. just it it swings in swings in roundabouts. But um, universally, Juhani across all accounts has always, always been the last one to get as far as, you know, as far as farming is concerned. It's I mean, I, I'm I'm going for Darth Revan on the Horde account at the moment, and mm-hmm. I've had um, HK and Candorus for months, literally for months. Um, it, it's it's Bastilla, Karth, and Juhani that take absolutely forever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, you know, like you said, you were clear, close. You were at the time we discussed it. You were closer to uh, close to JTR, so it made more sense to go for JTR. Um, so that you can have that really, really solid bounty hunter counter, so that you're not wasting um, your current A teams, your current A teams on, yeah. you know, on on countering a what is, for all intents and purposes, a B team, unless it's relic relic out of the mines. Yeah, um, but it, but also JTR being able to four for four some nodes in uh, in Lightside Geo. So I'm like, okay, at gear twelve sure we'll we'll try this um but i'm still it's a little bit away um han is just about finished and now it's the grind on chewy so yeah it'd be uh, nice to see the, the it'd be nice to see some uh, it'd be nice to see some of those character shards as rewards in the um in the gcs that would be fun that'd that be, would very, be fun. very 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 useful 
I'm so excited that they're they're pushing that for next week. I'm like, yeah. yes, this will be fun. Oh, you see, it's like the the Galact- when when they brought out when they brought out the Galactic Bounties. I think when they brought out Galactic Bounties, that was a really really good example of doing good character mm. rewards for sure. I mean, you had Raid Han in there, you had Kira in there, you had Holdo in there, you had Papalu in there, you had Nest mm-hmm. in there. You know, all characters that you either can or cannot farm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Nest's a hard It's not farm. just that. It's the fact that they, they gave player agency in the fact that you have all of these options and you can choose which ones you yeah. want. Um, and, and I would hope that we have that same sense of player agency within uh, Galactic Challenges. Um, that gives more inherent value to someone when they get to de- when they get to decide the terms of I get to I'm going to go for this. I have all of these options on the table and I choose this one. OK, so um, and, and this is coming from an account that's approximately two years old that is slightly minnowed and slightly dolphined at times. It is it is actually now I, I, I think I pumped the brakes completely on spending on the on the main account. So right, but, I'm, but I'm going to run. You have, I have in the spent. Past. I have spent. Yeah. So so you have a little bit of a run, mm-hmm. and now you're now you're now you're jogging. I'm doing I'm doing the little casual stroll, just through the through the neighborhood. Yeah. So, all right. Um, but you know, fast forward today, we've talked about the one that counts, the one for GA Center. Um, I you remember to log in. I did. <laughs> I, I I played in round one, Dad Gummit. I'm I'm going to point. I, I just want to make this uh, this public acknowledgement of that I am damn proud of what of you know. You guys have majorly. Y- you were good in the pilot episodes, but you guys have really really stepped it up, and you guys are doing a very very good job on that program. Um, and I do encourage people to check it out on the Twitch channel um, on on Tuesdays during the uh, during attacks mm-hmm. uh, or during the uh, during the weeks that there are attacks. Yep. Um, it, it's it's a really fun show. If you haven't seen it, think Sports Center, the statistics show. Um, think of it as Sports Center for Grand Arena Championships. Mm-hmm. And they also do an interview with one of the 59 creators. Yep. 59 different content creators, uh, although 56 of them are not us. <laughs> <laughs> Three of the 59 are in this Three of the 59 uh, are right you're now. you're seeing on your screen or hearing it on your, uh, on your magical podcast uh, dial. Um, but, you know... <laughs> It's amazing to see the turnout from the community on this. Um, if you do get to catch it live, you get to see a lot of a lot of friendly banter. It's not trash talk. That's the oh thing. yeah, no, that, it's, it's amazing. It's not trash talk at all. It's banter about oh yeah, well I got I got more wins than you this past week, and look, I'm right on your heels. Not mm-hmm. you suck, and I'm going to catch you and beat you into the ground. It's not any of that. It's it's fun because um, and now granted we've had some there's been some really good discussions within our competitor server um, just because everyone is at different points in the game and they have a different viewpoint based on what they have done with their accounts um, and so that it, it creates some some very different discussions some some that could maybe could feel as heated but I think it's all good um, 
productive conversation. But when you it's, get to the show, table salt, it's table it's salt, table salt. It's table salt. Um, but when you get to the show, everyone's like, oh, it's time to, to sit back and enjoy and to just shoot the crap with people and uh, see the fruits chat. of their labor. Exactly. It's fun. Um, and, and, you know, we have people, um, you know, for reference right now, Fruit Ninja Mike has been sitting at the top of the, the, our, our, our tables for since almost the, since the beginning. Yeah, I think since the beginning. And so everyone's just like, when are you going to screw up now? Are you going to screw up? Are you going to screw up? Why are you and, not screwing up? And he has people nipping at his heels with exactly. better banners overall, but he's holding them off with no Wait. losses mm -hmm. or maybe one loss. Uh, no, I don't think he's lost a single match. He's, yeah. he's undefeated. Um, and so having stuff like that has been really really fun because we have people that stand out and it's like he's the target we're going after this guy we need him to screw up all it takes for a lot of our tables is a single loss and that changes the entire makeup of the table yeah and th so that's the fun of this and, and another fun part is when our we had what well, it was Micaeus and Zareth or Micaeus and Solo who, who was who was possibly going to get matched up or who did get matched up? Uh, the matchup that we had was Micaeus and Endall be all. Oh, Micaeus and Endall. That's right. So we had Micaeus um, uh, from Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodder of the Escape Pod cast. Um, and we had Endall be all who is an amazing theory crafter. Mm -hmm. So <sighs> it's really, really fun to see that and we possibly have not technically within the 59 that we cover but we possibly have a high profile matchup we have possibly coming up sunday if both of them win solo base versus good old maurice from operation metaverse yes and and even though it's one of those things we can't cover and here's the thing we can't cover everybody um, and one of the things we had to do when we were looking at this is that we didn't want to just cover all Div 1 because if you if you want to talk just Div 1, we have plenty of people out the wazoo for that. But <laughs> there's plenty of people um, that are there are lower divisions. I'm Div 5. Um, and, you know, there's people that were, you know, we we started this with, with Div 6, Div 5, Div 3, and you know, all the way up. Um, and, um, you know, everyone, like I said, everyone's at different points in the game. And I think the fun thing about how we're covering it is that we're, we, we know that they're playing with what they have based on how they have played the game um, and their focuses. Um, some people are much different players. You know, you look at people like Yeti. Yeti is a person who meticulously covers um, someone's GAC history before he goes into the match. And he knows that because of how much time that he spends working on his mods, he's most likely going to have a mod advantage over them. And so he's going to bank on that half the time and it works. Um, you have other people that just Mike, again, for example, he just goes in and he just does it. <laughs> and then you have Andy who sits there and procrastinates half the time. And, and we see the fruits of the labor. <laughs> and then there's you, Paul, you've been doing really good this season. It's really weird to see that. I, you know, I lost my first one because I uh, I didn't attack as as viciously as I could have. 
And now I'm matched up against a Ray and a Padme in two different areas. Mm-hmm. So this one's going to be interesting if I can if I can get past the uh, get yeah, past. Knows your spot. weakness, and, and I have, a- have to do this tonight because tomorrow I'm working all through attack phase. Oh, oh man, yeah. Well, we'll Neil, see what happens. We'll see what happens in the after show, won't we? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, but. It, that that's the thing guys and, and kind of um d- do you want uh, do you want to explain a little bit more flair on uh because because we do have to wrap up here in a second on you know we talk about why we picked who we picked but we couldn't get everybody mm-hmm. and we already take up an hour of just stat talk um there are people that will come there are people that will go. We're, you know, we're n- just because we don't cover you doesn't mean you're not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're interested, talk to one of these two guys that you're seeing on the screen or hearing on the podcast. And we do have a reserve sheet for our program, GA Center. And uh, and one of the it's one of the things where we are we're covering a six month period of Grand Arena. And in my head, I'm still thinking like, oh, what? Six months? That's like forever from now. What's going to (laughs) change? We're already talking about stuff that we want to do for the second season. We're talking about stuff that we want to change now. Um, And it's a show that, you know, we said from the very beginning, it's going to naturally evolve and and change in a way that becomes more beneficial to us and to the presentation of the information um and to how the how the viewers perceive and watch the show um and all these things it's very much a work in progress but i Mm. think definitely all of our fruits are paying off the fruits of our labor are paying off and we're always talking about ways that we can uh we're always talking about ways that we evolve the show the way that we can do things Mm -hmm. slightly different maybe slightly more efficiently maybe slightly more uh, better, uh, but we're always coming up with, we're always talking about and discussing ways that we can uh, streamline things, make things yep. more interesting. Yeah. So what do, what do you got coming up tomorrow, Flair? Well, tomorrow I've got my Grand Arena. Um, yes, I did sign in everybody. You can stop asking me. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to think here. There may be some other stuff in the middle of the day with uh, with with spark my girlfriend but uh we, we we don't know yet there's we have stuff we have to do around here but then you and i have our uh hopefully have our our weekly session of saturday streaming it's been two weeks uh, I we have know. not done it the past two weeks we need to get back on back on the horse and i think yes. we do play minecraft dungeons yes yes minecraft dungeons um, and uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Other than that, um, where I am back at work, I am doing my Sunday night Grand Arena instead of a Monday morning. It's been it's been so weird being back on the night run for for Chain Gang because I was so used to that day slot and always going before Neil. <laughs> and and now I can't. I can only do it one day a week. Sorry, Neil. Yeah, yeah. You suck. I had I no need, control over that. It's just not, you know, I, I, I need my mathematician. <laughs> I need A, I need my mathematician. And B, I need somebody to say, no, you, you don't need to do that. Don't do it. 
I haven't. I've been a good boy. I haven't done things that are unnecessary. Uh-huh. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen in the future. So, no, and- you've abandoned me. You've abandoned me. But, you know, a steady paycheck. Hey, a steady paycheck that... I- <laughs> Other no, stuff's no, no, you abandoned me now for a steady like, paycheck. Okay, I need to figure something else out right now. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, go check out Flair at Gaming Embers on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Gaming Embers. Check him out. He is... The, the best way to explain his streams is what he said one time. Blood, guts, and clean language, the way God intended. Daggummit. <laughs> all right it is the first show of a month which means a brand new episode of helly and the noob is coming up in this break right here on the escape pod cast the escape pod cast with paul anthony and neil andrew Ware. this is Micaeus, and i assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content. And also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the Pod to sign up. And now time for something completely shameless. Noob. <laughs> Not f- f- fun. <laughs> Noob. <laughs> so annoying. Noobie. <laughs> yes. Hello, hello, Lennox. I'm here. Wait. Oh, my! A Jawa! Ha ha! Got you, noob! 
No! Put those blasters away. This is my friend, Diamvini. Be nice to my guest, noob. Diamvini, say hello to newbie. Hello! Weenie! <laughs> 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 Greetings, hello, hello, Lennox. You jerk. Everyone knows droids hate Jawas. Hey, newbie. <sighs> yes, Lennox. <laughs> Are your circuits in a bunch? <laughs> or is it your bikini? Lennox, <laughs> 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 I don't understand how you can always be so get dang jovial. All right, noob, I'll bite. <clears throat> What's wrong this time, noob? My guildmates aren't taking this f game seriously. Hang on, noob, 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 hang on. <laughs> Perhaps you need a drink. Maybe you'd like a martini. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just the worst. Oh, come on, noob. You gotta just let loose sometimes and have fun. I mean, it's what they do in Satopini! <laughs> that was epic. This isn't funny. Listening to you two make bad dad jokes just so you can rhyme with Utini is super annoying. Just ask Jackson. He can't stand dad jokes. Oh, newbie, even Jackson knows that when we do dad jokes for him on Bee Weezy's Twitch streams, it's all in good fun, bud. As a matter of fact... Oh, boy. Here's a short PSA. Here we go. That can help you understand, bud. PSA! This PSA is brought to you by Hellenics. Hashtag and the Escape Pod, Cast, YouTube channel, Twitch stream, and Discord server. Swogo's most fun place to hang out for all Swogo players. I mean, it is the home of everyone's favorite droid for a pension for calamity. Taking Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes way, way, way too seriously. What is it? Why is it happening? and who stands to benefit. In this Swuggo PSA, we will explore taking Swuggo way too seriously and the many myths that surround it. Wait, that barely made any sense. Perhaps we should reword this bit? But, no. What do you mean it's part of the PSA formula? Alright, man. Aaron, Jesus, help us. Swuggo is a game, and games by their very nature are supposed to be fun. According to Watto's Galactic Basic Dictionary, a game is an activity, form of play, pastime, or sport, which follows a predetermined set of rules and is decided by luck, skill, or strength and whose goal is to deliver enjoyment to both participants and spectators alike. While the competitive nature of certain games can cause stresses on its participants, 
the eventual accomplishments of the game's goals, continual participants' progressions, or even the very act of participating or spectating itself can be a truly fulfilling experience. Many players in the Swuggo gaming community can occasionally forget this fact, and sometimes folks just take this game way too seriously. This can be understandable. Let's not forget that some players have spent small fortunes in this game and don't want to see their money wasted. Others have devoted countless hours to this game and to its community and don't want to see their hard work eroded. Still others are hyper-competitive and can let their desire for victory overwhelm their rational thoughts. However, we must all remember why we started playing Swuggle in the first place. Phil in some time here. What do you mean, fill in some time? What do you mean, 42? Oh, don't take it so seriously. Gotcha. Well played. So, before you blow a gasket on anything related to this game, consider this. Can there be any other reason, besides having fun, that caused you to originally download this game in the first place? I'm certain that if you think about it for more than a few seconds, you will determine that, no, indeed, having fun is the very reason why you play Swuggo. This has been Hellenix. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. For the Hellenic Swuggo YouTube channel and the Escape Podcast and Swuggo and good times and fun and the number 42. So, uh... We've been doing these uh, PSAs for a while now, and I, I just wanted to sit down with you and go over some of my channel metric. Where are you going? Hello? Hey. <sighs> Typical. So, do you see now, noob? Wasn't that PSA helpful? That PSA didn't explain anything! Once again! Hellenix? Houtini? I'm upset because my guildies are missing their... Six hundreds. And our guild is a 30k... Or bust. Guild Hellenix? Wait. What? Oh, you, you, you heard me. Meatbag. My guildies are not getting their 600s done. We have to chase them and beg and beg and tag them and they... Still miss. Oh, sh**, Dini. I thought that would get your... Attention. You know what? Hell? No. 600s are the first thing you learn to do in Swuggo. Moochin' ass m join a guild to collect their guild rewards, but can't do their raid tickets? Nah, man. No. I'm gonna go in there and put these dudes on blast. this bull Go join a casual guild if you don't like it, you you Hey, Chawa, is he gone? Indeedy! Wanna grab a brew? I could use some 5W30 full synthetic. Martini! Sure, DMVini, my treat. Well, it'll be Hellenix's treat. I have access to a space wallet. Time to make some galactic credits. Disappear. Like? Houdini!
coverage. Hello there, ladies and gents, and welcome back to the show. It's Patreon's Choice, which is uh, what always happens during our fourth segment. So it's uh, been a pretty good show, hasn't it, Paul? It has, and I, I, I gotta say, I love that new Hellion the Noob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Appropriately censored. <laughs> Run DMV with another 500 bits. He did a 100 bits uh, just before, uh, <laughs> during the interview. Ouchie with 100 bits. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> oh, yes. The captain of the Millennial Fulcrum. Yeah. This week is definitely Run DMV. That is, the captain that is might, absolutely the captain. true. Let's let's see, because we now are starting things over. We're we're, we're going to be crowning each month. Um, oh my gosh, Run DMV, six thousand seven hundred fifty bets <laughs> for just so far this month. My gosh, my gosh. Uh, we'll be uh, figuring something to do nice for for them on the stream. Um, in the future yeah <laughs> flair says put your wallet down run i agree man you've you've done too much you almost broke me if you would have waited and done that big bomb at the beginning halfway through the show i probably would have cried i'm just saying all right let's get uh he is he is a very very uh very very nice and good person he doesn't have to do what he what he does let's get on the bridge let's go to patreon's choice zaz ass your co-host gives up the show and takes up full-time origami with staples by the way who would you have as your new co-host i think we could both say it at the same time one two three flair Flair. (laughs) yeah (laughs) Flair would definitely get the nod as the new co-host. Uh, cause, because, and not the Llama, because of the reason that Llama and I already do the Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed. And I know that you got burnout doing both of the both of the games. So, you know. If it was a I, celebrity, a though, if it was a just to, just to add a little bit of spice to it, if you could have a celebrity as a co-host. If I could have a celebrity as a co-host? Um, let's just say that I know that there is a, um, member of a alternative band that plays this game that we were told of in the after show. Um, and I would take them and it's a very prominent alternative band and he, um, you know, I'm not going to say who told me about it. Um, but I would get them. What about you? What celebrity would you get? Um, I, w- I, I would. I would go for. I would. Uh, I would go for a python. One of the pythons, definitely. Whoever's still alive, <laughs> whichever one's still alive at the time of your, you know, leaving to go do origami. All right. Hellenix uh, did improperly redeemed it, but I'm going to read it anyway. Question. My friend Run Diamini would like a martini in Santorini for your bikini. He, he didn't really put a question in, but uh, yeah, m- mad love for Run DMV. Um, next question: What's the difference between a cookie and a biscuit? Um, a cookie? None. Well, no, yes. there's no difference between a cookie and a biscuit. That it's the name in the United Kingdom. 
what you refer to as a cookie, we refer to as a biscuit. What we refer to yes. in the UK as a biscuit, you refer to as a cookie. So the only difference is culturally is the name. That's it. They're still exactly what the same What do thing. you call American biscuits in, in the UK? Scones. That is a scone? Mm-hmm. It's a savory scone. Okay. Um, what's the difference between a cookie and a biscuit? One has a weasel, the other one doesn't. If you had to take up a new hobby, <laughs> if you had to take up a new hobby, what would it be? Um, okay, so new hobby that maybe I've neglected? Fishing. New hobby altogether? Wow. Um, do you have an answer for yours already? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, a, a new hobby. Actually, I, I, I've, I've always, always, always wanted to um, know how to play the piano. So, um, piano. Yeah, that would be a new hobby. Pianist. I'd love to learn how to play the piano so that I could play the piano as a hobby. Would it be a hobby that, uh, that I could slightly monetize instead of, instead of streaming being my hobby? Because if so, I'd want to learn how to do the art like Andy Beads does. Mm -hmm. But on the, on the smaller scale, do mm -hmm. you know that you've seen those? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, name all name off all nine mainline Star Wars movies. Wrong responses only. Or right, say that again. Name all nine mainline Star Wars movies, wrong responses only. So I have to say what the nine movies, but wrong. Yeah. So, so for example, here, here are the nine, here are the nine main Star Wars movies, the motion picture, the wrath of Khan, the search for Spock, the voyage home, the final frontier, the undiscovered country generations, First Contact, Insurrection, Nemesis, and Into Darkness. Those, those are all nine main, uh, main Star Wars movies. Okay. So, episode one, too much CGI. Episode two, not enough Yoda. Episode three, not enough fighting. Okay. So, epi four. episode four, uh, more sex needed. Episode five, perfection wait a minute wait a minute hold on episode six there was a kid the only the only romance in that movie was luke and leia huh okay go ahead what, what are you talking about there was no romance between luke and leia in episode one what are you talking about the incestuous kiss was at the beginning of empire strikes back what oh that's true about? that you're, you're right Sorry, when I view the movies, I watch them all back to back to back to back to back to back. Okay, so okay. they all blur. All right. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, episode six, more unlimited power. Episode seven, meh. Uh, episode eight, um, WTF. And episode nine, please, please stop. <laughs> all right. Back to the uh, back to the questions here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Um, how would you fix this is from geek girl. How would you fix a plot line that you didn't agree with in the star Wars movies? How would I do what? Sorry, fix a, how would you fix a plot line you didn't agree with in the star Wars movies? Um, remove them from Canon and just start over again. Put uh, Allegiant General Pride in the first movie, or in the first of the sequel trilogy. Who is your first celebrity crush? Kathy Dennis. Drew Barrymore. If the Jedi suddenly became professional golfers based on the forms that they have mastery over, who would do best, who would do the worst, and who would be sinking it in the drink constantly? The last one is Ayla Sakura. She would just constantly be... Uh, you know, she was there for the beauty. Um, I think I'm just, um, Windu would be, uh, I think Windu would be killing it. Windu would be like a Jack Nicholas, just, you know, cool as a cucumber. Cause that's what, you know, Jack Nicholas was just as cool as a cucumber. All right. Who uh, would be the worst? Uh, who would be the worst? Um, oh God. I think Kiati Monday because he wouldn't be able to balance his head. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Yeah, I'll go with that. We'll go with that. All right. If you could recast a Star Wars movie or TV show, who would you cast? Um, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, well, I would. Um, I'm torn between re. I'm torn between recasting. Um, it's re it has to be recasting. Yeah, it's got to be recasting. It's ca it cannot it cannot be changing who plays it to change a narrative. It's just oh yeah no 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 I'm, yeah that's what I'm talking about. It's like we're talking about recasting as in changing. Mom, Mama June is Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> um yeah no there's uh, I would have uh, I would have re I would have re I would recast um I would recast uh, the actress that played Jyn Erso. Because I thought she was a good character, um, but I think that the actress that portrayed her was um, a little bit flat from time to time. She she was too just too hard nosed. That might not have been her fault as an actress. That might have just been uh, the way that the um, the way that the director was directing her. But I just felt she was a little bit. And w when you consider that Rogue One was is, is the best um, Star Wars fan fiction that Disney's put out. Um, yeah, I, I just felt that she was a little bit flat at times. So I would have recast her uh, with um, with an actress that was a little bit more enigmatic. All right. If you could take fictional characters and put them in real world situations, who and what would it be? Jack Black as an actual music teacher, the the character he played in School <laughs> of Rock. Uh, oh, if if we're going if we're going there, then I would I would put uh, I would put. Um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, Kiefer Sutherland as an actual um, spy that works for the United States government, saving the world. <laughs> See how he does. All he right. always saves the day, doesn't he? Always, every single time, without fail. Uh, better play, Simpatico or Eckes? I don't know what either of those things are. I sadly do not either. Sadly, I I, I will look that up and and get back to you on that one.
That one will be tabled. We'll take a look later on. Um, if you could, uh, two last questions, and then we're going to close it up for the day. Uh, if you could change the way raids are run in a guild, would you outlaw soloing raids and start having themed raids? Example, Sith Raid uh, Part 2 only allowed Phoenix and Rebels. Change the next raid, HAAT with only Galactic Republic to encourage guild member participation. I think we're going to see that in, in Galactic Challenges, and it would be awesome if there was a feat tied to it during a seven-day one, run, uh, uh, play only certain characters in a certain raid. That would be interesting. Hmm. Well, I, I, I already did something similar to that in uh, one of my old guilds, one of my, my, my oldest guild, uh, the uh, Muppets of Endor, uh, before the pit raid was simmable because it, it, it just became boring. But it was so. But it was easy to to solo. I came up with an in guild competition where every single month we would um, choose a faction. So we started off, and whoever won, whoever soloed it in the shortest time with the faction that we'd agreed upon to use, would then choose the faction for the next month. So we started off with First Order, and then we moved on to Rebels, and then we moved on to Sith, and then we moved on to. And basically, we we just had fun with what what had become a very stale, very boring raid by uh, dictating to everybody in the guild. Everyone's got to participate. Everybody would come to me. I would write all of their times down. And if they didn't do it, write down what their score was. And then there would be a winner declared at the end of, uh, end of the month. And then they would get to pick what faction did the raid the next month. So probably do something like that. It's a lot of fun there when you, you go. do that. All right, last question from JJ Manners. If you could go to any concert at any time period, what would you see? I'm Ooh. torn, and for two totally different reasons. Thank you, Run DMV, for the 65 bits. Um, the answer, either way, is Woodstock. I've, I've listened I to some like, of the people that were at Woodstock and never did it for me. I, I would, uh, I would, I would. If if I could go back in time to anyone it would be the um nirvana unplugged session well that one we can see that one yeah, there's, you can see you woodstock know, there's video footage of woodstock there's video footage of woodstock but there was so much more you can see all of unplugged nirvana's unplugged on mtv but to you can be hear there it live to hear it live not just a recorded version of it to hear it live Right, but all there there were so many bands at Woodstock. I would want to go see the classics. I'd want to be able to see Jimi Hendrix doing the national anthem. I would oh, love yeah, no, to it's, see it's, yeah, all of those. I, I, but I, yeah, seeing a see, I, I, I get where you're coming from. It's to see a lot. It's to see a broad spectrum of artists. Right. So a festival. And I, I, I think there was Woodstock 94 and Woodstock 99. I forget which one had Everclear and Offspring and, and all that. Those were the bands that I grew up on. So they're, they're, that's my answer. I'm torn between the two to see the classics or to relive all the bands that spoke to me. Because a lot of people say that your musical taste is whatever you're listening to at the age of 13 think back is that true for you neil i mean i was listening to nirvana when i was 13 but i was listening to kathy dennis when i was 13 that's why she's my first celebrity crush 
<laughs> well, I mean, I was listening to Robin and and all that when I was thirteen as well. I a, believe. Kathy, maybe. Kathy, Kathy, a Kathy Dennis is hot, and B Kathy Dennis is one of the most powerful women in music. You know, she she's written hits for Madonna, um, Kylie, Britney Spears. She's she literally just she can sit down, write a number one hit, give it to an artist, and it goes to number one. You know, so okay. and she's hot. She's got red hair. She's got green eyes. <laughs> Oh, she's still Thank hot you, today. <laughs> Thank you, JJ Manners, for the 35 bits. Guys, this has been a great show. We cannot wait to get our hands on Galactic Legend, or uh, Galchals. Um, we cannot wait to get our hands on, on those Galactic Challenges, or, you know, or CGs, or what did you call them? GC, GCs. The GCs. Can't the wait GCs. for them. Look, we're looking forward to the. I'm looking forward to the GCs. And it's... We're going to give you, we're going to, let's put it, let's agree right now, you and I, to put it through its paces as best as we can. Oh, yeah. I mean, as, as soon as it comes out, I'll, I'll do a live stream from all four accounts so that I can show people what it's like to do from multiple different accounts that are at multiple there different we go. GP stages. So, Savage Diva, thank you very much. We, we miss you, Savage. We miss thank you, Thank you so very much. Love you, Savage. Um... You all are amazing. This community is amazing. We thank you for for all the support. You guys uh, blew our minds with the reception of the video that we did. Make sure that you check out uh, Tepsi Fact Check on our YouTube channel. Check out that video and tell us honestly. Come into the Discord server and tell us what you think because we want to go through everything we wanted to go through everything and i think we did i think we gave it its fair shake from both sides of the uh of perspective and we really want to know if you think that too mm-hmm. so go watch it protect those that you love wear a mask if you can be nice to each other damn it we love you and have a good night with that being said Let's sign off. We'll see the Patreons in the after show. We're going to go raid Egrace Gamer if you're uh, watching us live on Twitch. We love you. We'll see you later. Be nice to each other, damn it. Neil, push the button. You got it, mate. Cheerio, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention. This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. All personnel proceed to escape pods. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. friends this is thaddeus from going nerdy the escape podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears sit boo boo sit good dog